Hello guys, you're so welcome here today to this podcast, which deals with all things in relation to narcissistic abuse, understanding it and surviving it and actually going on to thrive. Hi guys, welcome to a happy Sunday video on um, healing from narcissistic abuse, particularly in an intimate relationship, but it applies to every relationship with a narcissist that you will experience in life going forward. And I'm hoping that the information that I'm providing through experience and study will help you. If you're new to the whole scene, the whole community, you're really welcome here. I think it'll be a great space for you to start on your own particular personal healing journey. And to all the vets on the channel, thanks for the amazing support that you give to new people that come on. And if you if you're just literally listening to one of these videos for the first time, guys, it'd be great for all of us if you could consider subscribing, commenting, liking, disliking, whatever it is that it takes to get the word out there on YouTube and elsewhere. I'd really appreciate it if you could consider doing that. Um, so this is a part two video in relation to the blocking technique that the narcissist cruelly uses against narcissists use against their victims, particularly coming out of an intimate relationship where they will discard their victims in a very cruel manner. And blocking is kind of compounding that so that the the people that they have engaged with in that setting don't have an opportunity for any redress uh, for the narcissist to take any accountability or just to heal in a normal way where you can, you know, leave a relationship, um, leave a relationship in a healthy way. So you can ask the questions, you can discuss things with your partner and you can go your separate ways and hopefully at some stage you know, maybe become friends or or just be at peace with the situation. Narcissists often don't allow that. Now, I know from the last video, we've had comments about people saying, oh, my God, Paula, the narcissist. Nah, I wish the narcissist would block me. All they do is, you know, stalk me and give me a terrible time continually messaging me and harassing me. That is another form of abuse that the narcissistic person will use. But for the purposes of these two videos, we're going to look at the guys that love the blocking method. And it is very prevalent with covert narcissists when they discard a person to to block you from all forms and not allow for any form of communication, which is a very cruel, di diabolical technique that they use. So, guys, you know, people have asked, well, so are you suggesting then that, you know, that we go no contact with these narcissists? Are we not doing the exact same thing that they're doing to us? Are, not, are we not going down to their level and being narcissistic ourselves? And guys, it's totally different from so many points of view. And I'd like to get into that in this video now. So I'd like to cover three points just briefly. What is no contact for people that are new and also for for guys, you guys that have been here for quite some time. I know I didn't when I was getting into the information. I didn't fully understand the uh, fullness of no contact, let's say. Um, the other thing was, uh, why is it so important for us to actually go no contact? And why is it one of the, I think the only, the only thing that will save us uh, to get ourselves back? It's the only, 
the only technique that we can use to start the process of healing. Okay, so let's just get into it. So no contact means that you block the narcissist from contacting you in any form. That's email, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, uh, your phone, ringing, message, uh, any way possible. Then that taking it to a different level, um, you don't want mutual friends to talk about the narcissist to you or to pass on any information to the narcissist. So damp down on that particular connection, maybe. Um, they may be a flying monkey. It's very hard to tell, particularly when you're just coming out of that relationship and you're very confused, you're looking for support and really you may be trusting the wrong people. So try and minimise contact with any mutual friends and definitely, definitely don't have contact with their family. Then taking it to another level, no contact is also triggers or things around your house that might remind you of the narcissist or something you did together. And that's even a piece of clothing, you know, that you may be the narcissist may have commented on. I'm taking it to that nth degree. Anything that brings the narcissist up in your memory, get rid of. Just simply get rid of it. You might say, oh, I'm very fond of that piece of clothing, Paula. I really don't. It was very expensive. I don't want to get rid of it. If you don't want to get rid of it, put it in the attic, out of sight, out of mind. And then the fourth level of no contact that I would consider, and again, it was only in learning, is that if you're ruminating or a thought of the narcissist comes to mind, use the anti-ruminating techniques. And we'll go into that in another video. I've kind of covered that before. But one of the main ones would be to either distract yourself or to have your negative list of the characteristics or things the narcissist did to you and read through your negative list and put it to bed, put it asleep there. I, I go into this in a lot more detail in the healing um, course that I'm creating, which will come out at the end of the year. But ruminating, use distraction or putting the thought to bed by looking at a video and putting it out of the way. So whatever you can do to not have the narcissist come up or any memory of the narcissist come up or them to in any way be able to contact you. The other way is do not look. I know it's so tempting, guys. It's so tempting when you want to get answers to look at the narcissist's Facebook page or whatever if you're not blocked. But look, you know, people find ways around looking at somebody's page you know, by, say, going to someone else's Facebook or whatever and looking via then. If you really want to do something, you can see, you can go on their page. Um, that fantastic comment was left a few videos ago. Um, I can't, I think, uh, I can't remember your name. I think it was maybe Mark, I think. Um, anyway, you left a comment that you'd gotten from the channel, The Little Shaman, which is a great channel, fantastic channel. And she said, uh, why would you go pain shopping? I mean, that is that explains it to a T. You want to see what the narcissist is doing. But when you see what they're doing, I mean, they're, they're, their Facebook is a pure, it's a pure 
stand for them. So whatever they're going to put on Facebook is going to annoy you or hurt you or cause you distress or get you ruminating again. So you're literally going pain shopping by dropping by on their Facebook page. So for a huge amount of reasons, and we'll get into it further in later in the video, no contact is the essence to self-healing. So that's my that's my take on what no contact is from learned experience and from study, but from learned pain shopping, etc. 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 Eventually, eventually you you get what no contact is and why no contact is the bee's knees and the healing in your healing program. Okay, guys, so what uh what else have I got down? Yeah, so uh what is no contact? So we've covered that. Um, why is it so important? Okay, let's get this point. Why is it so different from narcissistic blocking first? And then we go into why no contact is so important. So it's basically the motivation behind the action. So the narcissist has gone off and blocked you for the reasons we covered in the first video which are kind of heinous. They're kind of really disgusting reasons. So you blocking the narcissist is anti what you would ever do in your life. You are an empathic, kind, loving person. So the thoughts of actually blocking someone that you loved the last hair on their body of, that's a family member that means so much to you, that was part of your life, that you could never you know, when you're in the relationship with them, contemplate ever not communicating with them. You know, you might have even thought, oh, my God, I hope I die before they do because I love them so much. The thoughts of being without them would be so painful and so disturbing. So the thoughts of going no contact with a person that you've truly loved is pretty against everything that you might believe in. But the reason everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. That you're doing no contact and the motivation behind why you go no contact, we're going to talk about now. And that makes no contact totally different to the narcissist reasons for no contact. So if you want to compare both videos, the narcissist's reasons and motivation for going no contact with you and blocking you, and then the reasons why you need to go no contact with the narcissist. And if you weigh the two motivations up, you see that where the action is the same, the motivation is totally different for each person. So you're, you're going to go no contact in order to regain yourself. Basically, guys, with somebody who is NPD, now fully NPD, fully narcissistic personality disorder, they go through life as a parasite or a predator. 
because that's the way they're going to get their needs met. They've decided that that's what they need to do. And their narcissism will tell them that they are going to be the taker and you're going to be the provider. So they, the taker looks for a good provider. And this is a host and a parasite. So it's a parasitic infection if you get involved with a narcissist. And basically, it's like having a, a bad infection or having a really high temperature. Your body ceases to function as it normally does. You cease to be you. Your capacities for, say, eating, for running, for walking, for thinking, all become extremely diminished the more the infection takes hold of you. So as the infection wanes, you get, you know, you begin to recover and your functions begin to recover and you're able to be yourself again and be independent and do things for yourself. But if there's any little infection there, guys, if you if there's an infection there that still needs to go, so you have the infection under control. But if you reinfect with part of the parasite, that infection can flare up again and it can be a cyclical thing. So so if you go pain shopping or a flying monkey comes towards you, anything that reinfects you with this parasitic uh, predator will flare your infection up again and will prevent your healing, will prevent you truly getting rid of it. So any interaction with that parasitic bug, that's a good word for it, isn't it? You bug me, Nark. <laughs> you really are a big bug. I like that. <laughs> so anyway, guys, I know you get what I'm talking about. So here's the thing. We think that we can, you know, pop into their, to Nark them and have a little peek at them, or we think that it's, I mean, sometimes it's good to get information about what the narcissist is doing. But remember that information that they put up is fake. So you're never going to get a, a true or clear picture of what they're actually doing. Whereas if you look at narcissistic abuse, narcissistic, I get that one wrong a lot, narcissistic abuse awareness videos, and you have identified that you were with a narcissist, then you get a true picture of what the narcissist is actually doing and not what they want you to perceive as them doing. So in order for you to regain who you actually are, you cannot be dipping into the infection. You need to get your body cleared of that infection. And you need to take the antibiotic or the antiviral medication. And that antibiotic is a blocker and it's no contact with the infection. It clears the infection out of your system so that you can regain your function as you. And guys, it's really, it's really strange. But recently, a good few people have said to me in coaching and again in emails, and it's my own experience, that you come to a stage in your healing where you begin to feel like yourself again. And I would make it akin to lying in bed and waking up on a day and feeling that your fever has gone and that you feel that that you're getting better. But it's like it's gradual, but you may get kind of dollops of it where you kind of go, I feel like me again. 
I feel like the real me again, like when I was a child. And you get a little bit of excitement. And now I know you can go backwards on your healing journey. And that's okay because it's all part of the process because you'll go forwards again. We hope you will ne you'll never actually go back to the beginning because what you've seen cannot be unseen. What you've learned cannot be unlearned. And that's a good thing. That's like your body building up a resistance, a natural immunity to the bugs, to our narc bugs, to our parasites. So, yeah, it's not a bad analogy, actually, the more I think about it, because... It kind of makes sense if you understand what a narcissistic personality disorder is and how the narcissist, your fodder, your food to the narcissist. So the parasite is feeding off you as the host. So, guys, no contact is your antibiotic or your medication to healing. And it's that important if you do not take the medication you will not heal. You will continually be infected and reinfected. And a full infection for too long a time can actually kill a person. And that's how dangerous a predator, a narcissistic person is. If you're the focus of their attention, if you, you are a good provider. And by God, I imagine if you're here watching this video, you were an excellent provider. You're an excellent, empathic, beautiful person. And the narcissist was very drawn to what you could provide for them. Now it's time for you and me to provide for ourselves, to get our full bodies back, to get a sense of ourselves back. And it's a gift when you realise that you're there again, that you're still there, that they didn't take you away, that they didn't kind of get you doing the things they do or thinking the way a narcissist, narcissist thinks, which we kind of need to do in the beginning of our healing to have the strength to pull ourselves back. We need to be selfish. We need to be of ourselves, of our time and our energy to heal, to start the healing. We need to be hard. We need to put no contact regimes in place. We need to fight for ourselves. And it can seem sometimes that we're being a bit narcissistic, but our motivation is totally different. It's to, it's to get rid of the infection. It's to take ourselves back so that we can build ourselves back up again into ourselves. And it's really exciting when you get that sense of yourself again and you can laugh and your sense of humour comes back and you feel like you were as a child and you feel like your whole life's ahead of you and you feel like now you kind of know more about life. You're enlightened. And when a narcissist comes into your space, you kind of feel it. Something, you know, you kind of go, ooh, that person feels like just not right. I don't feel good around that person. And you kind of wave in and out of them and you stay away from them. You just get a sense when you get to a certain stage in your healing of a new world that you didn't realize before. And it empowers you because you feel safe. You feel a lot safer against these individuals. And that's why it's so important to heal well, guys, and to get the knowledge and to put no contact in place. And it's like magic. It's I think it's God's magic. But if you if you do that and you go on the journey that God has 
planned for you. You need to do this to assist the plan of the universe, God's plan, your journey, your purpose in life to get back on track and to see things clearer. Actually, you make great progress after narcissistic abuse and healing and surviving it and thriving after you've been through this shit. It's real shit. But guys, you can do it. You can do it. And God, the light you get afterwards is just unbelievable. So get rid of the bug. Get the infection out of your system. Take your medication, no contact. And that's why it's different from the narc blocking you. You, you are saving yourself. You're saving your body to re-enter your body as you, as the you you were in a childlike state, to go forward in life and to, to see more, to feel more, to be more, and to get such a sense of yourself. And the only way you can do that and your motivation to save yourself, it's not a motivation to hurt anyone, it's a motivation to heal and to re-empower and to enhance your divine life purpose. So that cannot be a bad thing. That is a good motivation to do the same action that the narcissist does, but for an entirely different purpose. Guys, I hope this clears that up. Thank you very much for listening. And I'll be back soon with another video. Take very good care of yourselves and heal well. Thanks, guys. Bye. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.